Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Stone, are you ready? It is week seven, and here we are, Sully and Stone. So much to dig in. Yeah, um, what a weekend just happened. Yeah, a lot of, lot of, lot of, yeah. Very excited about the season right now. Enough hemming and hawing. Let's get right to it. Texas A&M, the, the <laughs> football program that With I the have uniforms. Spent, that I've, no, they're costumes. Costumes. They're costumes. Everyone in the costumes got a chance to run down on the field and, and so on and so forth. I have spent a lot of time talking about how Texas A&M as a program is vastly overrated. They go and they beat Alabama. and. They win the game. I'm not going to dispute that they win the game. However, anybody that wants to now argue that that demonstrates that Texas A&M is elite actually is like stepping directly into my trap. This is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Any team on any given Saturday can come up, rise up, and defeat anybody. Texas A&M already has two losses. They lost to Mississippi State, or as I like to call them, Old Miss State. And then they lost to the great Sam Pittman. If Texas A&M is able to go on and finish the rest of the season without a loss, well, then I'll, I'll tip my cap to them. But as I look at the rest of their schedule, I see two, at least two more losses. Yeah. I mean, listen, great win for AM. Uh, you beating Alabama anytime is a, a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. Um, a couple notes from that. First of all, the quarterback for AM, which is a hard name to pronounce, um, you know, he hadn't done anything against anybody. And all of a sudden, he has a monster day against Alabama. Credit to him and credit to the scheme for Jimbo Fisher. But this Alabama defense, is not even near where the great, great Alabama teams of yesteryear had defense. I mean, this kid throws, you know, for 300 yards. He, he hadn't done that against anybody. Hell, he barely got out of Colorado, who's one of the worst teams in college football right now uh, with that guy. So that's number one. Number two, hang enjoy on, it. Hang on, hang, hang on one second. Yes. I believe the way you pronounce the Texas A&M quarterback's name is Schmook. <laughs> I, I that is not how it's pronounced. No, I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Schmook. S C H M O O Q U E. Schmook. Is that how is that his name? I believe it is. Okay. So uh the other thing that is more disconcerting if I was an AM fan, after the uh celebration has cooled down, is uh, now Jimbo Fisher has this monster win. LSU getting ready to fire Ed Orgeron at the end of the year. Without mm -hmm. a doubt, he's gone. Mm -hmm. he and Scott Woodward is already raising the funds. God only knows what it's going to cost to bring Jimbo Fisher to LSU. He'll be the highest paid – he might be the highest paid football coach in any you know NFL and college football when he is that a, gets his offer. So I'm glad that you just pivoted directly out of the Aggies victory. Yeah, there's nothing to talk Alabama. about. A&M's going it, it, nowhere. Good for them. It's a great victory. Yeah, Alabama, a great Alabama likely – will still win the national championship and Texas A&M will still no, be Texas A&M. I, I think this Alabama team's got big problems. I, I Listen, this Alabama team, we do expect them to go to the SEC championship game, potentially win out in the West, which I expect them to do, but Georgia's a better team than Alabama right Alabama's no still Alabama. I, all this They're Alabama, about, but Georgia's going to beat them. Okay, in, let's, in the we'll, we'll get to Georgia here in a second, but, but, but your pivot to Jimbo Fisher going to LSU, is that, is, is that real? And and if so, and if so, why? 
main reason is let's look at, and you brought this up in a previous podcast. Let's look at the history of A&M coaches, Bear Bryant, Mama calls. I got to go home. The only guy that's ever stayed is R.C. Slocum. Gene, Gene Stallings. I'm also not talking left. about that. I'm talking about if you're LSU. Yeah. Why do you want Jimbo Fisher? As you He's got a national championship at Florida State. He certainly. You say what you want, Carly, about the A&M program, but the A&M program has definitely improved under Jim, Jimbo Fisher's watch. How old is, is Jimbo Fisher? How old is he? Serious I'm guessing he's in the mid '60s, early okay. '60s. So if you're LSU. Yeah. You're you're gonna you're gonna back the truck up. Yep. And you're gonna pile as much money as you can into the back of that truck for Jimbo Fisher. That's correct. That's the guy. He's got LSU ties. He's been, he was there with Saban. They they have comfort with him. He knows the landscape. He knows Louisiana recruiting. He's proved he's a national championship coach. Of all and, the coaches out there. That's who, who's I mean, on your mind. I, 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 I don't know, but not Jimbo Fisher. I just, I, I mean, I like. Listen, there's also the obvious correlation that the athletic director Scott Woodard is the who hired him at A and M. He's the AD yeah, now I mean, at LSU. That's a I, tremendous I link right there. I just, I mean, that's I, the exact way that Danny White hired uh, Josh Heupel at at that uh, Tennessee. So you know, you've got a comfort is, with working with somebody. Do you think Jimbo Fisher will be the next head coach? I'm not saying that. I'm saying they're going to make a tremendous offer. Ed Orgeron, we agree, is done, right? There's yes. zero question about yeah. that. I mean, yeah. Ed, it's, I wouldn't be surprised if Ed gets fired before the end of the year. Why do you and think then, he never went with Eddie? <laughs> he's not an Eddie. He's an Ed. You don't think Does he so? He looks like an Eddie Haskell. He looks like an Ed. No, he looks like an Ed. Ed. Yeah, I mean, do you Big think when Ed. he was a kid that they called him Eddie? Hell no, and he beat your ass. He, he was always Ed. Ed. He, he was looks like he's Ed. one tough dude, but he is in a horrible spot right now. And, he is. Uh, that Kentucky loss was... Certainly, the nail in the coffin. But, well, we're going to uh, talk about Kentucky. Yeah, I'm looking second, forward to talking about Kentucky. Yeah, because it's an interesting. You, you want to talk about a, a pretender? Well, yeah. I'll talk about Kentucky all night long. Well, your uh, pretender, your pretender played uh, Auburn against uh, that Georgia team that they're going to see this week. Well, uh, I, I, I was wrong about Auburn, That's and I was transition. wrong about Rutgers. You, yeah. Boy, do they have no talent on that team? Yeah. God, well, that team let, let, let's talk about how I was wrong last week about Auburn. I was. However, thirty-four ten. Is not exactly. I mean, that's 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 a good win for uh, Georgia. They, well, it was at Jordan Air. As we I, I know Maybe. it was at Jordan Air. So let's assume it was at but, Athens. But, they would have lost by forty. But, but it wasn't. It was at Jordan well, Air. Just, and, and, and Auburn. Um, I don't think. Uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. There is like you. You were comparing Kentucky to Auburn. Auburn is not a quote unquote pretender who like kind of like just every once in a while people fall in love with Auburn's got a, got a very strong tradition. They, they, they do, but what, why are we talking about tradition? We're talking about this season and Kentucky's going into to Kentucky this week. Is, Kentucky, Kentucky is, is, is for real. Kentucky's a good club and they're, and they listen, Kentucky's boring. I, I, they don't, they aren't sexy. They run the ball, they run the ball, they run the ball and they play good defense. But this quarterback is a load. Levi, this, Georgia. this running back Rodriguez is a horse. This Georgia Kentucky game, I see the lines of like, what do you got, Carl? You got twenty three and a half. Twenty three yeah, and a half. I think it's ludicrous. Kentucky oh, in the oh, points all day long, all day long. And Georgia. I'm the same guy that laid the points with Georgia against Arkansas. I knew they'd kick Arkansas's ass. This Kentucky team's a whole different animal. Georgia, this Kentucky team, it's going to be a great game. Georgia fifty six, oh, Kentucky ten. Yeah, this I'll is, tell you this. Kentucky is going to be. This. Georgia's going to win the game, but it's going to be. They're going to be down in the third quarter. It's going to be real close. Kentucky real close. stinks. They do not. 
Absolutely they not. They've got they talent. They, and the, what they I like about Kentucky is they Kentucky play to their nothing. strengths, and they've been doing that for years now. Kentucky where they know they can run the ball. Kentucky is what they've always been, an irrelevant okay. football program. Well, and and everybody that's like going crazy over Kentucky right now, like you, for instance. I'm not going crazy about them. I think they're Saturday, a good club. On Saturday, Kentucky is going to be exposed as Kentucky. Okay. We're in for a treat then, so don't miss that because Kentucky's going to be right there and it's going to be a hell of a game. Let's talk about what happened with the great Sam Pittman. The, the, oh. the, 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 the football game itself was an entertaining game. Our captain and his gang was, were there. They were there. Yes. Really celebrating and just basking in the glory of the pop, of the and, circum, of, of of the the pop and circumstance and so on and so forth. The final score is 52 to 51. And, and, and Mississippi is now, I believe, 13th in the nation. They might be 12th in one of the polls. It, it, do either of those teams play defense? No, I mean, listen, I've long said I was entertaining. I'm glad you used that word. That's the word I was entertaining. It was entertaining. entertaining. But that's just because a game's 52 51 or in the 50s, people think it scoring equates to a great game, and it doesn't. I mean, it's embarrassing. I mean, you look at at that last touchdown that all those two teams, the guy's 25 yards open on the sidelines. I've never seen a guy more open. It's crazy. It's laughable. Both those teams, I mean, should be embarrassed. I mean, both DCs should be fired after a game like that. Both defensive coordinators should be shown the door. I mean, it's a joke. I don't really. But it I was entertaining because it was, I was laughing. I was genuinely laughing while I was watching. That's part of my point. But everybody is supposed to genuflect at the altar of the SEC. And we're but, supposed to just acknowledge that this is like an incredible game. It wasn't an incredible game. No, it wasn't. It was like it, a, it was it embarrassing. Was just, yeah, it was like there's a game nobody stopping anybody. Yeah. And recess. I know? agree was, with that. But. But I will throw this out there, and whether you want to acknowledge this or not, there was a lot of great football players on that field, though. Yeah, that's true. Number 16 in Arkansas, Burks, what a game he played. And and then, of course, Corral's a heck of a player for Ole Miss. He's going to be a good pro, too. I, I, I understand Those where you're are, from, and I agree with you, but the talent on that field, you don't see it anywhere. You sure as hell don't see it in the Pac-12. You don't see it in the Big 12. You don't see it in, in, in the ACC. Some teams in the Big 10 have that kind of talent, few. But I mean, those are those are great, great athletes that we saw in that field. But as far I, as the yeah, I, I, and by I the way, dispute any the of great that. Sam Pittman. I texted you if you if you could look this up. I said, "Will he go for two in the win?" Question yeah, you mark did. when you there did. was about ten minutes left in the game. I, and by the way, he made the right decision. He yeah. had to go for two. Are you going to go to overtime? You know, yeah, the score there all day. I mean, one thing about one thing about the great Sam Pittman. He is bosomy. He, not only that, he's a great loser too. He, he they didn't get it. He walked right across. The man is. Uh, I, listen, the Arkansas program. They're on both their of way us out. are on board. We like. Yeah, them. we're we're on board. I we love are. that. Yeah, I love. We're both on board. And I'm Let's off. Talk. I'm off Kiffin. Way off Kiffin. Yeah. Don't. Well, I've, I've never been with me Kiffin. either. I mean, I'm not, he's, no, me either. he's just a, he's like a piece of candy. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, it, it, all right, let, let, let's transition. Not over. a good piece. No, a bad piece. Bad like piece a Werther's. Yeah, like like what are those like Werther's are honey. Yeah, yeah, bit of honey. Like you oh. go on Halloween and you're gonna get a what bag is, of bit of honey. That's not even candy. That's like that's garbage. like that's like medicine. Ugh, I know like, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. grainy. Ugh. You know, there's like there's yeah. like material in the bit of honey that I don't likes, even know what it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's shit not good. It it's slain kiffin. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Red River rivalry. Um, <laughs> Another insane game. Yeah, these two teams. <laughs> final score, 55-48. Honestly, if you're, I mean, I know that you're excited to, to, to beat your rival, 
but are you really proud of your team if you're a fan of either of those schools? Well, you right are now? if you're Oklahoma because they finally made the switch at halftime. Finally, I, you know, Spencer Rattler is out the door now. Caleb Williams is in. Caleb Williams played a great game. He ref, you know, he brought him back. So the Oklahoma faithful now who keep winning and you know in games they keep trying to lose and keep somehow winning them. They feel good now that they think, even though remarkably Lincoln Riley still hasn't come out and said that Caleb Williams is a starter, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Riley was wearing, by the way. What was with that shirt? Did you notice the shirt? I, I didn't. Was it tight? Well, it was tight. For obviously, he wears tight shirts, but it was like one of those shirts that was like almost like Oklahoma color camo, like with different shades all over it, and yeah, it was like a. I'll have to look that up, but it sounds ugly. Yeah. It, it, well, it was. It was very was even uglier is if you had Texas plus three and a half on the last play of the game, they run the ball from 36 yards and score in the last play of the game. That's the worst beat that I've seen in a long time. That is atrocious. Everybody knew they were going to run the ball and kick the field goal. And somehow Texas let the guy run into the end zone. I mean, for Texas, the one thing I'm taking out of this game though, Crowley, and this kid's name is going to be a household name. This is Xavier Worthy, his freshman. Oh, yeah, Texas. good. 200, good. I think 270 in yeah, the yeah, receiving. Uh, the guy's unbelievable. I think he, what had, a he, talent he, this he had like 120 yards in the first now, half. Now, granted, he did get stripped clean on a horrible turnover. That the guy ripped the ball right out of his hands, which was a huge play in the game. But overall, have you been Xavier to that, Worthy. Have you been to that uh, whole affair down there? Have I have you ever not gone to the that? state fair. No, I have yeah. not. By the way, some of the overhead shots of the actual state fair, <laughs> like, yeah, is that is it fair to say that that's like a carnival? Yeah, like, looks, that's yeah, not sure like, it's what, a state it's fair. A, but, you know, no, you go to like the game. State you, fair is supposed to be like well, there acres and acres of no, land. Like there is, you got the pigs and the hogs, and then you throw the baseball at the milk much. at the milk bottles that are on the thing, and you shoot the Couple. baskets, and you Couple. know they. A carnival they has like rides and Ferris wheels. Yeah, it does. State fairs don't have that. They don't. It's whatever the it is, aren't it there? it's just not as impressive as I, I've always thought it was. I mean, yeah, look, the overhead the, shot. It's funny. Did they show the shot? They usually do. I was kind of switching back and forth with all the games. They usually show that guy like it's like a. I don't even know how to describe it. Like it's it, it's like a twenty right. foot tall man. Like like they should. They have this guy that's, that's like like a stick figure almost. That's like you know. Is he an actual human being? No, or? no, no. It's just like a, a caricature. Yeah, not, almost. I, 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 yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah, the state fair. But by the way, I do love that they play out of the Cotton Bowl every year. That's just, I do that's love what, that too. I, I love that. And I love that cool. Jacksonville's where the uh, Georgia, you know, I like tradition, is what I'm saying. I love the cocktail tradition. party. You like where yeah. the cocktail party is. I do. Place. I love, you know, you know yeah. tradition. And we know now, where it's going to okay, be every now, year. Now, Texas, I got an important question for you here. Texas is now, they're four and two and they're ranked 25th in the nation. Should they be 25th in the, yeah, in the nation? I mean, first of all, I don't give a shit about their rank, but I'll say this Texas should have won that ball game. Um, Texas is certainly capable of, of winning out. I mean, I, I like Texas, Sark. even though they blew this game. You mean Sark? Well, yeah. I, I, I listen. I picked Texas. You picked Oklahoma. That's one I in did. your column. I, I, I was. I mean, I thought I was right for. <laughs> it was. I was goofing on you for a lot of the game, and then all yeah, of a I know sudden, you were. something I know happened. You were. Well, ladies I was. And gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a new segment on Sully and Stone. Um, we're introducing throwing stones. Uh, this segment is proudly presented by Link Industries of Davenport, <laughs> Iowa. Link Industries. Yeah. Wait, We're I, here did for check you cash yet? Did check because we <laughs> are your missing link. <laughs> I like it. Oh, my oh, God. I like it. Well, I'm just, I'm all I'm that. doing is reading your tagline. Link yeah. Industries oh out of Davenport, Iowa, the proud sponsor of 
throwing stones. Amanda Boyk, my temporary executive administrative manager. Are you ready with the two minute clock? I'm ready. Stone, are you ready? Well, I am ready. I, you know, it, it, I had gotten a little memo that this was going to take place today. And anytime that, that, that Stone gets an opportunity, that'd be me calling myself Stone, gets an opportunity to rant. It's always a negative. And guess what? Today I'm coming with a positive throwing stones, if that's even possible. Oh, yeah, I've been thinking about this first... for a while. Okay, Most good. will be negative for me, but I've been thinking about this for a while. And you know what? We love this game of college football so much. Hang on, you're won't... not don't don't start oh, yet. You gotta, you gotta wait till the clock starts. I didn't the know. Clock, you get two right. minutes. Two minutes. I'm gonna be to... I'm gonna I'm gonna be less than two minutes for our faithful listeners. I I I've I've got this already thought about okay. today. You have two minutes to throw as many stones in as many different directions as you possibly can within the context of college football. All college football. And, and whatever it about. is that you want to throw stones at, you throw them. Amanda Boyk, are you ready? I'm ready. Count it down. Stone. Let's go. Okay. So today's Two. all positive stones for me. Today. All positive stones. Go. All positive. And, and it, it really. Go. You're on the clock. Go. I know. And it's been, it's been on it's my mind start. for a while it's now how start. much I love the writing of college football, the print media. And I want to give a big, big shout out to The Athletic who I love, uh, the articles by Andy Staples and yeah. Stuart Mandel. Um, my favorite thing now is recapping. I first thing Sunday morning, reading Stuart Mandel's uh, recap of the weekend, or weekend, pardon me, of Saturday. I love reading Andy Staples' mailbag every Thursday. I love the job that uh, Pete Thamel does for Yahoo. I'm a big fan of Pat Forty's at, at Sports Illustrated. I just, I, I want to, all our listeners, Take some time and read some of these. These are great writers that love this game. Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports, I love. And on top of all that, I mentioned this to you before, Crowley. I love this new SEC story documentary on SEC Network. It was played on ESPN2. It's called More Than a Voice. And it gave all the great SEC play-by-play men of yesteryear all their great calls from from Lindsey Scott's touchdown in in the cocktail party to – um, you know, the kick six by Auburn. Um, it just, I can't some recommend Herschel that Walker documentary. Calls. Some Herschel oh, Walker calls too. There's some Herschel Walker calls. It's just, I, you know, I, we, we shit on Fowler last week in the media, rightfully so, because, you know, he does call a horrible game, but these writers, I love them. I can't get enough of it. And, uh, Short time. We got my seconds. only positive. You got 30 seconds. Thrown. You got 30 seconds. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to reclaim my time as they say in the, in the, uh, in the, in you're going to give it back. I'm going to reclaim my 30 seconds, but yes, All sir. Right. I'm, uh, that, was a, that was a pretty good first installment of Throwing Stones. Once again, proudly, pres- uh, proudly presented by Link Industries of Davenport, you, Link Iowa. Industries. Link Industries, we're here for you because we are your missing link. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Link Industries. Thank now, you. I, first of all, I just want to say that, that was, I, I couldn't be more on board with what, with what you were just talking about. The writers who bring it Oh, by the way, a writer that you're familiar with that I want to give a props out because I've been reading his stuff, and I think I had him on my old podcast years ago. Chris Solari, we like him. Oh, we love I like him. him. Yes. We love Chris Solari. He, by the way, I like Chris Solari, Michigan State, Detroit Free Press. Yeah. I think he's very fair. I, he's not. I agree. Homer. I agree with I, all. I, of that. I love what I've seen from his work too. I wanted. He, I meant to bring him up, and I wanted to mention him. He's not just a good writer; he's a good reporter. By the he way, is. something that we're going to get into over time on Sully and Stone is what you're loosely referring to here. And that is sports media. Way too many people out there hate sports media, hate the media. I'm like, 
I know I'm like pissing in the wind when it comes to this. I just don't happen to blame everything that goes wrong in the world on the media or the sports media. Um, and, and what you just brought up right there, people miss out on the greatness of the storytelling, the way in which these guys like a Chris Solari doesn't, he's not just a great writer. He's a great reporter. Agreed. He really brings it. And all those guys at the athletic boy, Pete Thamel, Dennis Dodd, they're phenomenal. These guys. And, and so we're going to get into all that. Uh, on later episodes, but perhaps those will be like topics we'll cover during the off season. However, I do want to get on to the next segment and that is what went down at Kinnick stadium in yes. Iowa city. I was so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, you were right again, by the way, with I, an asterisk, but you were right again. What was, what's the asterisk? Well, the asterisk, the obvious that if Sean well, Clifford no, no. doesn't get hurt, that game's a blowout. Okay. I mean, I Penn State's in complete command. Complete I knew you were going to say that. Well, they were because a, I mean, because a lot. Well, hang on. A lot of people have been saying that. Here's well, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, but you know what else could be said? Okay. What? If Penn State would have scored 34 points, they Maybe would have then. won the game. Now, Listen, let me I, just I, say this. Okay, hang on, Stone. Hang yes, on. Hang your on. turn. Does Iowa deserve any credit for the play that was made by the kid who it was a hell of a play when he, when he decked? Uh, Clifford, Sean Clifford. That was like textbook. And players get injured. That's just a part it of is. the game. I, like that, that, that isn't like a quote unquote excuse for it Penn State. I will won the, the game. game. It's There's- a dynamic that introduced itself in the game because of exceptional defense played by Iowa. Now Penn State as a team has to adjust to that. And one and thing they that they and one they thing didn't. that they did and not I fault do, them for that. And yes. they and I touched on this last week. The Kinnick Stadium crowd caused Penn State to commit, I'd say, at least four, maybe five false least, starts more deep, than that, in their own, deep in their own territory. No question. That, that was a major part of the victory. But the major part of that is that, and I do blame Penn State for this, so as much as I think with a healthy Sean Clifford, Penn State would have won that game, and I, and I, and I believe that, and there's it, it, on my it, mind. It's too bad we'll Sean, never know. Way, Sean Clifford we'll did never exactly know. what I mentioned before the show, that he was going to keep the ball more. He ran the ball effectively. I knew they were going to introduce that wrinkle, and they looked great in that game until he got hurt. But shame on Penn State for not having the backup ready to go. I mean, this kid looked beyond, uh, you know, granted, very tough atmosphere. Sphere to come into that's a tough, a tough situation, very tough. but but, very but, tough. You know but he looked like I mean he'd never taken a rep before. That's, he was that's a disaster. Tough. It's tough crap. Like you, you it have is. to be ready. And and, and, they, and I blame were, James Franklin and 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 his sure. staff for not having him ready because that sure wasn't I, ready. Iowa won the game. Iowa won that football they game. Did. How many interceptions did they come up with? The we usual amount, last whatever. Week. Yeah, they don't drop exactly. anything. That was the right I mean, answer. Listen, the usual they, amount. They do. They're, I'm not putting Iowa down. Penn State was the better team until he got hurt. Period. Iowa, End of story. It, does Iowa... And I wasn't impressed with Iowa for the most part in this game. Okay. Offensively, especially. Well, that's not their forte. It's not like they're... Well, they're going to need that forte if they're really going to go When somewhere. are they going to tell me when they're going to need it? Uh, Big Ten championship game. Okay. And potentially when, Nebraska, who I think is going to beat them. I think Nebraska is going to beat them. All right. You just answered my question. I, I, I was going to ask you if they go unscathed into the No, Big I'm going to say Nebraska beats them. But that still will be good enough, to obviously, to be represent the West in the Big Ten championship game, which they'll lose also. So, all right. So, Iowa finishes 10-2. and two. Yeah, it's where I have them. Yes. Okay. Or actually, that would be 11-2. and Two, would it, two losses, including yeah. the Big Ten championship. Yeah, that would be 11-2. and two. Okay. 
All right. So where do you got them? You don't. I assume you have them going undefeated too. They're the going undefeated in the Big Ten championship. They're and you'll wait to see who the opponent is. What's that? And I said you'll wait to see the opponent no, is. We'll talk you... about that. We'll talk about that in a minute, maybe. Um, but but you just touched on Nebraska. Uh, let's talk about Ann Arbor's win in Nebraska. Um, what what are your thoughts on Scott Frost? What are your thoughts on Ann Arbor? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it was it was that's a great place to play. The fans are amazing there. Uh, I give Nebraska credit. They've been obviously improving week by week. They keep finding ways to lose. I mean, a late turnover is an absolute killer, and that's that been Martinez's horrible. forte to keep doing that. But give Michigan some credit too. Michigan's defense, their front four was was very good again. Hutchinson in particular, again, just all over the place. But the big wrinkle, not wrinkle, but the big coming out party as far as I can see for for Michigan right now is number 25, Haskins. I mean, we knew what, what well, he's been good. Did, he, he's but, been but, good for a while. Now he's really, I think, supplanted uh, number two. 25 is your guy now, and 25 is dynamic. I mean, I think he's capable. He's going to tear off some 150. How about the long, the long run that he made uh, when he leaped over the guy? Oh, he's a tremendous athlete, 25. And then, and then he gained like 25 more yards after the leap over the yeah. Nebraska guy. He's, he's an interesting prospect, 25. Yeah, 25's got my attention. Now, okay, here's the, here's the question about Ann Arbor. Though. Here's the question about, about the Ann Arbor team. Do they really have any major weapons? Do do I guess you're saying Haskins is a major weapon? I think he's going to. I think that was his coming out party. I he, I'd seen him more in short yardages, where as you mentioned, he leaps out of the sky over the pile, you know, into the end zone on short yeah. yardage. But I think he is. But yeah, I mean, listen, they lost their best pass receiver at the beginning of the year. They're not very skilled on the outside. Um, I like the tight end, um, and I like the wrinkle. They're going to need McCarthy to come in and run option and run, you know, Wildcat need, or whatever. They need more. I just don't they do. Think, it's, I, and they're I'm going not, to. Like, they're a good – there's no denying that they're a good team. However, I just don't see anything that's, like, overly impressive. And their their secondary remains suspect. I, I think that's very fair, and I don't think they've played anybody that really throws the ball yet. So I think that's going to be a very – for them to be effective defensively against the pass, they need that pass rush to be as good as I think it can be um, because their pass rush is really good. Stone. And, yes. Your thoughts on the motion picture of the English patient? Yeah, it's, I saw it once. Uh, it was a little long, a little confused at times on what the hell was going on during the movie. Um, you haven't seen time. it, Amanda? You were stoned. Did you say you were confused? Yeah. I mean, well, I remember like just what? like, I don't know. Maybe I just started daydreaming when I saw all that sand in the desert. And everything. Did you I, see it in a movie house? I did. I only, I go, I'm the only guy left going to the movies. Hell, I've been to movies lately. Wait, like, what? Two people this, there. Was, this was, this was 25 years ago. So like when, the, yeah, when but the, I'm just saying even now to show my love of the movies, I still go to the movies. Oh, I love going week. to movies. I, I'll go to the movies by myself. But when you saw that motion picture, you were confused and you didn't like it. I think, no, I, I just, I, at that time I was falling asleep at a lot of movies, a lot of movies. I like what other, what at. other movies have you fallen asleep? Oh, at? I used to fall asleep at a lot of movies, but now I'm, uh, now I'm, you know, I'm, well, we know he hasn't usually. seen the Bronx Tale. I have not seen a Bronx. That's tale. a good point. You need and I go to, to the movies it. all the time though. I, I mean, gave I've you seen movies you guys have never heard of. To watch it today. A Bronx oh, Tale is a, I'd say it's a top 15 for me. You have really? to see that all stone. time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. very, very good. Very, very great good. movie. I will have my review uh, next week. Yeah, but would you please put that on the list? No, I will. I, God knows I got time to watch that. I will. I will split that in. Has Columbus 
returned officially after beating Maryland 66 to 17. <laughs> no, we'll see where uh, we'll see where they're at when they play somebody. I mean, Maryland is in absolute free fall when the when that Iowa game was where they thought they were going to go in coming into it and then their best player got hurt and everything's downhill. So yeah, no, listen, Iowa State's got a lot of talent. We've talked about that offensively, offensively a lot of talent. Um but yeah, CJ, they're, they're a factor they're, in the East. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Oh, well, of course they're of course they're a factor. Yeah, they're a huge factor. factor. Right. I mean, but we got a, we got the, the East. I mean, Carly, the East is unbelievable right the now. Big Ten East is the best division in all of college football, and there's no disputing it. Yeah, really I, I can't. I would like to dispute it's the SEC West, but I'm starting to think it's the SEC East might be. <laughs> the West. Yeah, I think the that's SEC scary East thought. Maybe better than the it's not, West. but that's still a funny thought. Might be, but uh, um, but yeah. So, the, uh, Columbus. Yeah. Let's talk I, I about do, your boys. Well, we're gonna. Uh, uh, but but Columbus. Just uh, a couple more thoughts from you on them. Um, as people are 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 beginning to really chirp about them. Oh, everybody thought uh, Columbus was uh, you know uh, vulnerable, and now here they are right back at it. And well, I don't consider Murderers Row Tulsa, Maryland, and. Um, uh, did they play Prairie View? They played, yeah. I mean, Tulsa, Maryland, and then uh, and then uh, Rutgers, who they we the week before. So, you know, wake me up when they beat somebody that's got some talent. Um, so no, I'm I'm you know, Ohio State's not showing anything. They're big. They're they're running up against bad teams. So who's the favorite in the Big Ten East right now? Wow, and I, I I was on Penn State. Um, the injury to Clifford clearly is a huge story. So I'm going to take Penn State out just because of Clifford, yeah. and I'm going to elevate Michigan. I'm going to elevate Michigan to that spot. But I so you've got listen, Michigan. I've as, got Michigan as, right now, but you know Michigan State is. I see Stuart Mandel has Michigan State penciled in in the playoff. He does. Um, I see their see, athletic has has Kenneth Walker as the Heisman leader right now. As he should this be. morning, he, he, he should be. He, he should be. So and, I know a lot and, of people are on the Michigan State bandwagon for sure. Yeah, State is the real deal. The offense has all kinds of weapons. When you look at Naylor, yeah. Jaden Reed, Trey Mosley, State's got a good tight end that people don't know about. Kenneth Walker the third is like a once a decade type of a type of a running back. How does this guy get out of Winston Salem? How does this happen? I don't. How is he? Go, I mean, I I don't, I don't know. How do you not, by the way, well, let's let's tip of the cap to Wake Forest. They're they're uh, what are they six and zero now? They're undefeated. Yeah, it, it's they the keep first time they've been uh, started off this well since nineteen forty four. Yeah, I mean the uh, thought that 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 potentially Wake Forest could 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 represent the ACC is a, a scary thought. State U though. Sure. Well, let's back, get back. Getting, yeah, let's get, get back, back to, to this. State U. They handled Rutgers. They, like, well, they, they, they did. I didn't they think did. it would be that way. I thought Rutgers would be ready. It started off good for Rutgers, and then the talent just absolutely overwhelmed Rutgers. They had no idea what to do. But I will ask you this. Yeah. Because this is going to be more, much more in focus as now. You know, we've got October thirtieth, Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan. Got to take State, care of Indiana Indiana. first. Well, we got to take care of Indiana first, and and uh, but here's my concern for you and and and, and Michigan State. Let's hear um, it. fans is the obvious the end of the first half, which was oh, just okay. atrocious. I, I, just there unacceptable are, coaching, clock management. There are things to work on. One of the best That's things some, about one of the best things about the situation right now for state is they're six and zero. Oh, 
with those things to work on. And Mel Tucker has that team focused. He's got the staff. What about himself focused? focused? Well, I mean, how does that happen? Focused. He's focused. Yeah, he's focused. All right. He um, can't tell time. I mean, time out. I mean, that'll be fixed. <laughs> I, I'm confident that the operation. They better fix. I'm just saying that stuff. I mean, when you're playing big time opponents in huge games that are you're right side, he those mistakes cannot happen. That's Flat true. Out. That's true. And I think I think he'll fix them. I think he well, will. He has to fix him, or he's going to be, you know, lampooned because that was he, one by, of the, the way, worst I, clock I, management I, jobs at the end of the first half. I've I'm seen. not going to dispute any of that. Awful. You're right on all of that. That's going to get fixed. Okay. Here, here's to. here's something though that that I don't think enough people are really paying attention to when it comes to state. We we, we all know that the offense is explosive, like to say the very least, and the balance, the yeah. the, the balance between the rushing and the passing. But here's what people aren't necessarily focusing on enough is the defense. The defense bends. It does. And it gives up yards. But it's, it, it's averaging giving up about 17 points a game. And it's in the top five in the nation in sacks. That defense is way better than people think it is. And when it comes time to, to stiffen up, and keep a team out of the end zone, that team does it. Yeah, Would, I, I, I'm not going to dispute that. The defensive line gets pressure. Um, there's no question top, they're, about they're, that. They're, I think they now have uh, 22 sacks. As I in, like to give numbers, games. and you can help me on this probably, but the guy that, that impresses me on the defense is 15. He laid some guys oh, out. Oh, Angelo there. Gross. How about Boy, does he form hit? tackling? He hits hard, And the, that and the guy. form tackling. Forget form. He is punishes people. I mean, he Great hits player. hard. Great yeah, player. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. I mean, the, the secondary is concerning at times, but yeah, 15. Um, it's, well, uh, it's got they, my attention. They, the, the scheme is we're going to give up yards, but we're, we're not going to give up points. And, right. and Tucker has said that before. He's like, he said something to the effect of like, the last time I checked, I thought it was important to just not surrender points. No, that's that's fair, but the competition, as we know, is going to get a lot stiffer. And uh, all right, they they both, need both they, teams you know, appear to be poised to be undefeated come October thirtieth. I hope so. Would that not oh, just be great? First, I think of it's all. I think it's the biggest Michigan State Michigan game ever. You would know better than me because I know you know the history of that rivalry better than I do. But boy, <laughs> can you imagine the hype that week? For, oh, what a It'll guy. be! Will incredible. you be at that game? I will. Awesome. I will be there, awesome. and 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 it it will. I do think it'll be the biggest Michigan State Michigan game ever. They will. Michigan will probably be fifth or sixth. State will be eighth or ninth, something like that. Give me. Let's just take a peek ahead. Yeah, I like it. I love peeking ahead. I yeah, love the yeah, thought yeah, of this game. Okay I'm already fired up. It's, it's okay phenomenal. to do it. Oh, it's, it's okay great to, to do it. it. Not just goddamn Indiana don't spoil this party. They're not going to. Don't I don't think they are either. Yeah. But then they, again, I thought Rutgers was, but I'm not on Indiana. I think they just Indiana's give me just give me I'm college. not gonna give a sneak peek, but you are at October 30th in oh, East Lansing, Michigan State. I, I just oh what a what a what a game that's gonna be. I mean, Harbaugh coming in for the biggest game that he's had. I mean, all the chips on a team that's dominated him, which he needs to win desperately against, quote-unquote, his little brother. Michigan State coming in with a guy that we didn't even discuss enough on this, which is Peyton Thorne, who's just Yo, so good. That's another so efficient. So, yeah, so, so good. So yeah, good. He's, really, I mean, his deep ball is just, I mean, granted, guys are 20 feet open, you know, behind the, the coverage, but still, uh, you know, Peyton Thorne, I, I cannot say enough good things about his decision-making. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be a hell of a game. I mean, you know, the key for Michigan State is going to be to stop the run and force 
Michigan to pass on on that end, and then on Michigan's Michigan's uh, defense. I don't know how Michigan. Before, I don't know how Michigan's defense handles Michigan. State well, the pass rush will be there. On. I mean, that without a doubt is the best front four that Michigan State will face. Now, whether they can contain them or not, I don't think you're. I I think Michigan's front four, and in particular, again, Hutchison, who is a, a surefire first team All American. Um, that's going to be just a phenomenal game. I, I really, it really hope it's both undefeated. I hope we we've get peaked that. enough. We've peaked enough ahead. Oh, we've, we've gone against all go. of the the, let's the go. standard operating procedure. We've peaked. It's time now, though, for Lester Hayes is in the house, which means, of course, it's time for our picks. Oh, uh, Lester excellent. Hayes is let's here. Is sponsored by Uniroyal Tires. <laughs> We make good tires for your car because tires are important and we love making good tires. Uniroyal tires. Okay, Stone, Kentucky at Georgia. As I've already opined on this program, I love Kentucky plus the points. I think it's going to be a great football game. I, you know, you could say Kentucky's the flavor of the month, say whatever the hell you want. This Kentucky team is going to run the football. Now, Georgia might stop it. We're going to find out because I'm telling you right now, the country is going to get to know Rodriguez, number 24. He is an absolute bull. Georgia wins the game, but it is really tight. You're loving the points in that game. Loving the points in that game. I love the points in that game because Georgia is going to pummel Kentucky. Georgia, what was the score I said earlier today? Uh, uh, 56 to 10. Georgia destroys them. Oklahoma State, all of a sudden, he's a man. He's like 52 now, though. He's no longer 40. Mike Gundy has the pokes at number 12, and they go to Austin, Texas, giving five. Stone? Wow. This game I've been thinking about. Yeah. I, how, what kind of hangover does the Longhorns have That's in this game? Very good question. How do they even? They're cooked. How do they even they're look gone. at the mirror right now? They're, after they're, that? they're, they're cooked. They're yeah, I, I have they to, you know, as finished. much as I respect Xavier Worthy, as I said, and 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 he certainly picked the right quarterback, Casey Thompson. But yeah, I I, I think Oklahoma State gets this one too. I Oklahoma do. State wins and wins big. They could. They could. State at Bloomington in the tune-up for the big one. The following, oh, two weeks, no, because state has the uh, bye week, right? So state and, and Michigan has the bye week this week, and then yeah. Northwestern. State so this one set it up. Really, we need we need Michigan State, which I know you expect. And uh, listen, I hope this doesn't scare the shit out of all our listeners, but I like Michigan State this week, which should worry everyone because I picked against them against Miami. I picked against them against. I thought Shiano would have them ready. I didn't realize Rutgers has zero talent, but um, yeah, it's uh, I hope they get it because I I would love an undefeated game uh, in, in, on October thirtieth. So state um, wins big. Yeah? Okay, big. good. You're, you've been right every time, so I'm going to defer to you on that. Folks, stay tuned for Fran Healy and Tom Rinaldi. Special guest, AJ Foyt. <laughs> Stone. Are we, I think we're recording still. No, no, we're done. We're done. Oh. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.